Just this. What does that mean? Just what's right in front of your face. The exact movement of your mind right now. The sensation of the chest moving as you breathe. The texture of the voice. The melody and movement of music. The color red. All of these experiences, any of these experiences, but not limited to any of these experiences. Because it's just this, just what is. It's not full. It's not empty. It's not a conclusion. It's not conceptual. It's not the thought that says, just this. And it's also exactly the thought that says, just this. Is that confusing? Then it's just confusion, exactly as it is right now. You heard me say it's impossible to talk about this. One reason for this is that language is symbolic and the mind receiving or hearing this message or these words will interpret it symbolically. And to the degree that there's identity tied up in that symbolic world, the message will never leave the symbolic framework of the mind. But the symbolic framework of the mind isn't the target of the message. It's the carrier of the message. It's the method of transmission. But what I'm aiming for or this message is aiming for has nothing to do with symbology has nothing to do with concepts or understanding has nothing to do with relationships judgments I'm not giving you a process or suggesting a process. I'm simply pointing to something that is so fundamental to experience, to your experience, that it's easily overlooked. And even to say that it's overlooked isn't really accurate because there's nothing that can overlook it. It's kind of like a play of reflections in a house of mirrors. 
It seems like a whole lot is going on that's not really going on. If you walk through a house of mirrors alone, you might see reflections in the distance, moving toward, away from, left, right, hazy reflections, clear reflections, distant, close reflections. They're all a reflection of the movement of the body, your body. So the movement gets magnified, amplified, distorted, reflected. This is exactly how it goes when we introduce will inside of thought. And we introduce will inside of thought because there's a belief in a thought-based self. And that self thinks it's going to get something even out of this message. But it's all an illusion. Unlike the House of Mirrors, all those reflections can get stirred up without any fundamental primary agent or entity. It's just reflections. Reflections, reflecting reflections, and on and on and on. And now with all that going on, there's still something here always, undeniable, self-validating, non-arbitrary. Very real, very obvious, very solid in one sense. A sort of solid emptiness. Solid formlessness. So no descriptions work because it's not close. Close suggests distance. It suggests there's a possibility of distance, of being far. It's not in those categories. So is it close or far? Yes. It's just this. And it's also very, very simple. This could sound metaphysical, psychedelic, but it's not psychedelic. It's that. It's the color of the shirt. It's the ringing in the ears. It's the sound of the automobile. It's the movement of the dog, the wag of its tail, the sun, the sky, the pavement. You can't miss it. You've never missed it. So it's just this. It's not going to give you something, but you don't need to get anything. You're not going to discover it because it's never been lost. But there can be a shift or multiple shifts. The shifts are essentially perceptual filters dissolving or correcting themselves such that what is this becomes crystal clear and you don't forget it. You don't forget it by remembering illusions, remembering time, remembering 
an apparent past, remembering a self with a storyline and all that. So you stop remembering the illusions because they just aren't interesting anymore. Because this is quite compelling, even though you can't say a damn thing about it. Never will. Becomes very compelling. Once you move through the the repressed emotional material that you'll have to face as these illusions of time, self, narrative drop away. But you can move through that. It's okay. The shadow work can be very intense, surprising, but there is a finite amount of it. And then you're just left with your original face. What is your face before your parents were born? What is this? The same question. The question and the answer, one and the same. Did you ask the question? Or did you state the answer? Maybe you did the same. Maybe you did both simultaneously. This isn't a paradigm shift in your mind. This is an identity shift in what feels like reality. Reality suddenly experiences itself differently. Less like a self. More like something else. It's not a thing that's always been here. It was just sort of wearing the clothes of a self, of a narrative, of a storyline, of a person. And it sheds those clothes somehow. And then just this is revealed simply. Nisargadatta had a wonderful uh, saying, quote from a book, variously translated. The translation I like is, when I look inside, I see that I am nothing. This is wisdom. When I look outside, I see that I'm everything. This is love. Between these two, my life turns, or my life flows. This is accurate. And I think we can't ask him because he's deceased. But I think he might also agree with me that when I look for inside and outside, I see no distinction. But it helps to unpack it a little bit. Because that inside experience and the outside experience are quite salient, accurate in their own right. And it's a gift to be able to experience the apparent separation or the apparent divergence of the nothingness and everythingness, the inside and outside. 
but there's never an illusion that they actually are divergent. That they, either one, exist on its own. Maybe it's helpful, maybe it's not. But you can realize your original face. 